Think Tank. What up, Buzz? You tapped in? Okay, Goose, you tapped in too? All right, Chicago, y'all tapped in? All right, boys, let's crack them. Feel like Mike in the fourth with the ball in my hands and I'm taking a shot. I'm the king in the madhouse on Madison, whether I make it or not. Now the crowd going crazy, they watching the play and I'm watching the clock. Got my shot in the air and the buzzer go off and I'm watching it drop. This team did things, MJ shot city six rings. D-Rose too big, too fast, too strong history. And we good on that, put Jilla on the track and we good on whack. Three, two, one, everybody say bulls on tap, bulls on tap. Our city pretty and gritty. Benny the bull in the crowd getting hyper and litty. Me, I'm so drippy and slippery. Nothing offends me. Banners on banners, we winners. We got the stats in the news. Go and subscribe. Hang out with Buzzy and Goose. Tapping with us, we the truth. Jilla just murdered the booth. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bulls on Tap. I'm your boy Buzz. I'm joined by my dude Goose, a.k.a. Goose on Tap. And uh, hey, listen, man, it's another monumental collapse. Wow, I kind of felt like this was a movie and I fit the title of the movie within the movie. See how I did that there? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's Smith. I like it. No, no, thank you, man. I'm fucking, I thought I thought about that long and hard. Before we get into this one, be sure to go on tapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap and on Tap Sports Nets. Following Goose at Goose on Tap, me at Buzz on Tap. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us five-star reading interview because it's cool and tough. We're presented by Sports Illustrated Media Group. If you're watching on Facebook or Twitter, please go to YouTube. Subscribe to the ONTAP Sportsnet YouTube channel. Be miserable with us. Guys, this sucks. Um, Goose, this sucks. I know we don't even want to do this one. We are one game away from a break uh, from this team. And, I mean, listen, I'm not even going to fucking spend a lot of time on this. This is, uh, first of all, I want to say one thing before I pass it over to you about the game itself. I really hope the patience level of our tourist Karnashovas and Mark Eversley is at, at wit's end because just a week ago, they wanted to take this 28 games left uh, approach to evaluate what they had left. Well, I could have told them in the beginning, like you could have. It's shit. You should have gotten out of it. You fucked up. And here we are. I mean, Ray Charles could have told them. You don't even have to be able to see to know that this team is jacked. Um, no, I mean, and I know you love these these six six o'clock starts. For me, they suck. It means I missed the first quarter, and tonight that means I missed the only part. So I got nothing but torture. Um, screen watching, score watching, the first at work. Uh, watching and listening as I drive to the end of the first and the beginning of the second on the ride home. And, you know, I wanted I wanted to get excited. Tonight I wanted to be talking to you about, you know, look at this. All the Bulls had to do was get rid of one of DeMar or Zach because having both of them on the wing defensively, I don't care that it says we're the second-rated team by defensive rating in the last X amount of games uh, by whatever stats. I don't believe it. I know we suck on defense. Um but they're seventh in the league. Fuck that. So those, you know what? You know what's funny? That's wrong. <laughs> you know, you know how you and I were talking shit the other day about like not talking shit, but like we're not big podcast listeners. Like you know, we just we're not. Like I've never really been a big podcast listener guy. I it's funny that I do one, 
but that's because I like to talk and I like to talk to other people, you know, like that's what makes it fun. But I have been recently really getting into some of the new, the or not new, but newer to me NBA podcasts. And I was listening to, uh, uh, God damn it. The lowdown at Zach Lowe's podcast. And, um, he was talking about the bulls today and it was recorded yesterday. It was released yesterday or whatever, but I, I listened to it today and he was talking about like, he goes, you know, if I would have told you in the beginning of the season, that the Bulls had the seventh rated defense in the NBA, what would you have said? And the guy he was talking to, I believe it was Michael Herring, he said, I would have said, that's awesome. That's great. They must be doing pretty good through 57 games. And Lowe goes, yeah, I would have thought the same thing. He goes, even though it's absolutely miserable to watch them on offense. And I'm like, God, it hit me. I do it. It hit me. And I was like, he's right. Like, no, you know, I mean, I, I've quoted this before. DeMar in the offseason – in order to want to come here outside of the fact that the Bulls are one of the only teams, if not the only team that was willing to offer him the 25 million plus uh, that he ended up receiving here. He said that the Bulls needs for him to come here were one, he reached out to Zach Levine. He had to gauge Zach's feeling on what he was planning on doing long-term. If Zach gave him the indication that he was going to stay long-term, he would be somewhat interested but then the Bulls needed a point guard. Um, and obviously they were able to acquire Lonzo in free agency before the DeMar deal ever even happened. So the Bulls checked DeMar's boxes before he came here because he didn't want to be used the same way that he was being used in San Antonio. San Antonio. He was just a, a pure initiator. Yeah, it's great that your assist numbers are going up, but you don't want to see doubles every you know other possession. Like It's just it's not a fun style of play. For him, so having Zach here to take those doubles off of his plate consistently and having a point guard to take those facilitating responsibilities out of his hands were huge for him. Um, obviously, with Zoe out, we don't have a point guard. We don't have an offense. Um, well, we saw to close the game tonight, Kobe White probably had his season best game. That was the, be uh, that the, was the best game Kobe has played. All year, bar none, I don't care what anybody says. Billy put the ball in his hands to close the game for the most part. Yeah. Um, because he was making good decisions all around and he was scoring. So only one turnover in 33 minutes for him tonight. And you and I have been talking about that all season about the ball security and how that has really improved. Handles ball security defense for Kobe. And, and as much as Stacy jokes about it, Pat and Zach need to go see Kobe's guy for handles. Um <laughs> You know, so we don't have a point guard. Our offense is ugly. You see it at the end of games. Teams, it's like teams just wait. It's like they got the clock running. They're like, all right, there's 15 minutes left in the game. Turn it up. And we just fold. We don't have an answer. And and Stacy was saying something about um, during the broadcast, he was saying something like, you got to show them that you're not mentally weak. And – I felt like Vooch didn't look in it all game. I think he's scared of Miles Turner, and I'm saying it now. Vooch does not like playing Miles Turner because he hasn't looked good against Miles Turner. Not all, not a lot. And I, I tell you this, man, like Miles Turner didn't have a great game either, but he he canceled out Vooch. Eight for 18 for Vooch. Yeah, he hit three of his five three-pointers, but 19.7 boards. It's not a bad stat line, but he had four turnovers. He had a couple costly turnovers too. You know, I mean, it, it's just – Zach fucking had a great game offensively. I mean, 10 for 23, you know, he had 35 points. He had 13 of, or 11 of his 13 free throws oh, until the end of the game. Right. I was going to get to that. Yeah. 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 Where, where the game tying possession, he forces the shot. Um, and air balls. Or, 
Oh, I mean, that was the three. That was after. That was, oh, okay. I'm, I didn't I'm know talking about the, the corner two jump. Oh, the corner, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever the hell that was. Um, botched a free throw to keep it a one-possession game. Couldn't even really play the final game because he wasn't hitting his free throws. Um, and then, as you reiterated, he uh, then airballed the three. So, Zach had an amazing game. Like I said, I wanted to come onto the show and be like, you know what? As much as the last few games have sucked, at least we saw tonight, that you know what, maybe Zach can be that dude. And then you got to the fourth quarter and you were reminded why Zach can't be that dude, despite all those skills, despite almost having a 35-point triple-double, like in being capable of that effortlessly because he made it look so easy until the end of that game. It feels like they're empty calorie numbers sometimes, man. Yeah, I mean, when you're when you're playing a team that you're supposed to beat, um, with the roster that you have, and then you lose the game at the end, and you show that you can't do that at the end, it's it's concerning because th- that is the one thing that Demar has been consistently able to do for the most part since coming here is be a closer and be reliable in those moments, and that's something that Zach is still not. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know anymore, dude. You know, they, they came out so hot, 39 points in the in the first quarter, um, 15 of 35 from downtown. You know, they averaged, like we said, you know, 28, 29 uh, three-pointers a game. Um, Indiana averages about 35 to 36, I believe it was, if I'm correct. So they averaged more than us. I know they were up there. They they took 43 tonight. The Bulls took 35. They hit 15 of them. You know, I, I thought they were trying tonight to do something, but it just made more threes tonight than they didn't like the last four games. Yeah. And on top of that, that first quarter, they were cooking so good because they were playing D they were running out in transition. They were hitting their shots. And then all of a sudden Indiana, like you kind of said in the beginning, like they just kind of like turned it up and that was it. Like Halliburton started getting a little hyped. Naismith started getting a little hyped. Buddy Heald couldn't Buddy miss. Buddy Heald started go- couldn't miss. And then it was just like they had no answers. And and that's what this is. We, I mean, goddamn, dude. Sometimes it gets just annoying as shit to keep beating a dead horse with all of this stuff. But it's the fucking truth. I mean, they just don't got it. This is five losses in a row. It's season high, I believe, five losses in a row. Um, yeah, that was the other thing I wanted to come on. should be like, you know what? We haven't lost five games in a row. Yeah, I mean, this is nuts. We got people in the comment section too. We, we've got Jeremy here. Is the tank on? It sh- if it's not, it should be. And unintention- it may be unintentionally for them. Uh, would you agree with that? I mean, clearly the results speak for themselves. We've lost five games since right around the trade deadline. So, what are the tank? <laughs> what a smack not? in the face for them, too. No, like, gotta be. The, the ultimate, you should have just fucking traded me. Like, like, like we, we wanted to compete, but we did nothing to improve. Deadline passes, lose five in a row. Like, they got to be sitting there like, oh, fuck. You know, like, if they really wanted to compete, they got to be like, okay, we fucked up. You know, they have to acknowledge it. So, and I'm trying to figure out how, like, maybe DeMar has more value in the offseason. Maybe it's easier to match contracts and move him to a team on draft night. Expiring uh, deal, expiring deal. He's been playing the best basketball of his career. You're not going to get as much for him as you would at this NBA trade deadline. I'd be shocked if you if you did. So, so, so that's kind of my thinking there. A year and a half is more than a year. Um, and for the mercenary that he is, half of a season in the playoffs is what you want him for. I think the return would still be good. I want to say that, but I just don't think it would be as much as we probably could have got at the at the deadline. So, well, no, because you have leverage there, and then then for Vooch. 
for me, it's hard to imagine that you're able to get equal or more value when the team that's getting him has to pay him the kind of contract that he's looking for, for, for this to work anyway. Right. So when you got him on a half year rental and you didn't necessarily have to pay him, that had value. When you have to trade assets, pay him the probably 18 to 24, maybe even more yeah. that he's going to be looking for. Right. Um, and then give up assets and matching salary, like to acquire him in a sign and trade. It doesn't work. Uh, so those two guys, I don't see you getting more value. Maybe Zach uh, having a full season to kind of play out and show that that knee isn't going to be a problem. See him round out uh, back into form that people are used to seeing and take all those question marks away. Maybe he is the one guy uh, that reworking a deal with the Knicks allows you to get a better deal, uh, especially if Josh Hart pushes RJ out of the uh, rotation there. Yeah. Um, so, but outside of that, I don't see anybody outside of Zach increasing in value. You lost value by riding this continuity any further. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Hank, uh, God, Hank, I'm glad that you're on our same kind of wavelength there. Cause we used to fuck around with tankathon all the time. Um, I, I can't bring myself to get on it because of the top four protection on the pick and how many games the Bulls have won, but they have a 37% chance. So you're Jim carrying me right now. You're telling me this chance. I, I mean, I don't know. Lose out. Fuck it. Lose out. I. What else are you going to do? Shut DeMar down. He's fucking hurt anyway. A hip issue could linger on to so many different things. I mean, this is fine. Let Zach play 43 minutes and shoot as much as he wants. That's going gonna to turn us, you know, we'll be bad regardless. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm totally for that. I even though I don't think it'll happen just like Chai sports fan, watch him, watch us get the number fifth fucking pick and give it to Orlando. You know, it's just the luck of the Chicago bulls. We got D in the comments. How bad should we feel about Acme's draft picks? That Terry jumper is brutal. Don't tell people that. Don't tell people that because you had our video guy clip me saying that he wasn't an NBA player. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? Don't tell anybody that. (laughs) <laughs> I just say, listen, listen, I think Dalen Terry is a good hustle player. I think there's a place for him on this roster. I do. I think, there's I a think pla- you know, you know where the place was. The place was heavy minutes for him. If you traded Alex Caruso for something of value, because as much as I love AC, his value is based on his contract <laughs> right now. Because he makes under $10 million a year and the impact he provides for that money to a contender that has extremely high value. The report that came out today that I believe you shared and wrote an article about said what Golden State, they coveted him. They didn't want Gary Payton the second back. Despite yeah, the fact that he won a championship for him. Well, you just never got the specifics. But I'm still wondering if it was two first-round picks like that was floating out there. Because, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire with that kind of shit. And even a week after the fact with that report coming out, it kind of shows you that, like, okay, there was serious conversation. Okay, Steve Kerr wasn't bullshitting when he was probably tampering there talking to Alex Caruso. You know, like, that's that's funny to me. Like, I think that there was something there. And I think the Bulls and our Taurus Carter Chauvis and Mark Eversley are too proud. And Jerry Reinsdorf wants that fucking play in that one-game revenue so bad that they were going to do anything they could to keep the core that they had together that played a great 35 games last year 
and they were going to ride it out. That's a huge so fuck up. Yes, you can had, come in and, and headbutt Steve. had any kind of inkling that Zoe was going to come back. Yeah. That would be the only way I would put a stop on making moves. And we it know he's not coming back. They're shutting him down next week. Yeah, this is done. It's done, done. Fucking done, done. Because they're they're done. They're out. I, the Bulls well, will not make the play. Billy Donovan wouldn't be calling Russell Westbrook and begging him to come to Chicago during our five-game losing streak. That's another fucking thing, too. What is, you, what is Utah doing? Like, what are, what are they doing? Like, this is a long fucking buyout process. I mean, I know what we talked about yesterday, but they're allowing him to talk to teams and they, while they discuss a potential buyout and all this stuff. Then Shams comes out today and saying that there's, like, really no market for him. Number one, I, I do want to say something that's uh, all basketball-related, just not Bulls-related. Get the fuck out of here with there's no space in the league for Russell Westbrook. I'm not a huge Westbrook guy, all right? But there's a place in a league for a former MVP and a guy that can come out and get you 30, you know, maybe once or twice a week. I'm serious. If there's a fucking room for Dale and Terry to headbutt stanchions and shit and make this fan base pop a chub, then there's fucking room for Russell Westbrook. I got mad. I apologize. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you got Marco sitting on the bench. You got, oh. you got Marcos on a lot of rosters in this league to, to say, I guess the difference there is somebody like Marco who's trying to find a way to stay in the NBA is perfectly content making $2 million or whatever the fuck he makes to sit on the 15th spot on the bench and go play in the G League and average a 2010 double-double and shit. We uh, saw him in the G League. Yeah, I, I've seen I don't know Terry what, in the G League. I don't know what he's doing this year. Um, the same thing he was I, doing last year. I, yeah. And numbers wise, I don't know what he's doing in the G League this year, and that's simply because I don't care where those numbers <laughs> they, 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 they don't exist. Um, they're fake. <laughs> so the difference there is he's okay sitting on the bench. Russell Westbrook wants to fucking ball, um, and he's not just going to sit on your bench. Honestly, dude, when we were trying to compete, I'm like sitting there thinking to myself, like, oh my god, like he just doesn't fit. Now, fuck it, fuck it. If he's interested, I'd like to see a couple Brody dunks. You know, I like, just want to see him give a shot of life into this team. Like, give me somebody that fucking cares enough. I, I mean, I guess Dalen Terry cares enough. He put his head into a stanchion. But. And you know what? The kid plays hard, too. I, I feel like we're dogging a kid who's trying to get some time. Yeah. I'm not trying to do that. He plays hard. He just we're, has no offensive we're, game. We're whatsoever. answering a question, Buzz. We were asked about Acme's draft picks. That's that, That's what we're doing. And I got away from the Patrick Williams thing because every time I do that, people get mad I mean, at me. But, but Marco... Not, not, not. Yeah, he fucking NBA blows player. too. Yeah. Um, Io's good. Terry, Terry, when you could have had Walker Kessler, when people are begging for rim protection, was the best, at least, elite skill blocker in the fucking draft, and he he was on the board when you were picking in the late twenties. Um, probably somebody that could have played, would have been able to use extra money elsewhere because you wouldn't have had to pick up Drummond. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, I want Dalen Terry to be good, but to take on like a wing prospect that's going to take a lot of development, and this team hasn't proven that they can develop. And your current message was contention and winning and focusing on that. How are you going to develop him if he's not going to get any playing time? He's only getting playing time now because we're closer to the fucking 12th seed than we are the eighth. <laughs> and like, this is this is the issue. It is and Pat wasn't on this timeline either. Like you, you drafted. It's not on any timeline. 
That dude fucking surfed off the timeline. His timeline's broken. It's like that shit from fucking Halloween Town 2 Calabar's Revenge. It's in a fucking hidden closet somewhere. Yeah, you heard what I said. I just related it to Disney because he's soft. I'm not fucking sitting here playing around with this shit. I'm sick of talking about Patrick Williams all the time. I, I, I have to admit, the other day, I saw you post under our own podcast page that said the Paw Patrol is out. And you were like, his nickname's Paw Patrol because he's soft. And I was just like, shit, dude. You're taking shots at our own page? I mean, I've never tweeted off of our page. I don't know who was on there that day, but I felt bad for them. It wasn't me. <laughs> I didn't tweet from the podcast page. I, I very rarely tweet from the podcast page because I never know. What, I don't want the podcast page to look negative, and I don't want it to look too positive because you know me. I ride high or high, I ride low low. Like I'm, There's no in-between with me. So it all gets very terrible. And then I see I see we post like, oh, the Paw Patrol or the Paws on Patrol. I'm like, they call him Paw Patrol because he's soft as a toddler's television show, which is the fucking truth. I I'm, I can't. I, I can't. Like when he put his shoulder and uh, who, who was that? Dorte or whatever his name is in the first quarter, second quarter. And he got that little layup. And Stacy's like, oh, yeah, Pat, that's how you do it. I'm like, oh, no, he bullied a 6'4 fucking shooting guard up. Ah! He, he finally used a size for something. Great. Now, now Twitter will have a clip and they can tell me how great he is. Fuck what did Pat end here. up with tonight while we're on the topic? Huh? What did Pat end up with tonight while we're on the topic? Oh, a normal fucking stat line for Pat. You Would you like to hear it? Five for 10, 11 points. He was minus 16 in the plus minus. I'm going to use it to my narrative tonight. Two steals, two assists, two rebounds. No DeMar DeRozan. That's what Pack. That's what Pack gave us. Yeah, I would like to see a little bit more. I do feel there's a few more numbers in there than usual. Uh, what the two steals and the two assists? Yeah, you're right. He was up from one assist to two. Good job. <laughs> yeah, man. Fucking a, they improved not, it. Not, 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 not that that really changes anything because Kobe's really the only one that seemed to step up tonight in the absence of DeMar. But don't worry, he's averaging a career high in points. He's at exactly ten points a game. Yeah, so, I mean, like I said, I don't mean to hate on the kid, but he's just not, he, for where he was picked and what he was projected to be, I I can't, I can't unsee it. Um, As far as a rotational player, maybe a good team that'll come and give you 15 minutes off the bench on a playoff team. Yeah, that's easy. Especially when you just played the guy that you could have drafted in Halliburton and you watched him close this game. I can't even fucking talk about that either. I mean, I, that's what I mean. It, I mean, that, that, and that is one that I can't, I can't be too heavy on because I didn't like Halley's shot coming out of. College. I liked Halley. I, I thought that his release was going to be a little problematic. Uh, I guess I should know better from Lonzo Ball. No, I, yeah, I mean that's a very good example because people hated that, and then all of a sudden, within three years, improved his jump shot every year that he was in the league, and then at the height of his availability, which is very minimal to begin with. He was shooting 42% from three. I mean, he you could fix your jump. That is one of the easiest things to do in the NBA is fix your jump shot. And that's something that Juice and I have talked about so often. Oh, well, Chris Dunn didn't have the motivation to be good. That that was Chris Dunn's problem. He thought he was too good, and that was his issue. Um, But I'd rather be, like, honest to God, I'd rather have Indiana's roster than ours. I mean, they're 26 and 34. We're 26 and 32, but, I mean – you they have got some shit. You have youth. I think they realized at a certain point that the return they were going to get for Turner wasn't as good as the value that Turner brought. 
that finding a center like him that is an elite rim protector and can score from three levels pretty consistently, although he struggled from three tonight until it mattered, uh, and then he hit a big one. Um, I, I do think that they have a good young big man. I think Naismith and Buddy Heald are two of the best three-point shooters. Naismith, obviously, three-point shooting prospect. Buddy, legitimate best three-point shooter in the league. I mean, then you have Halliburton who can shoot and move the ball the way that he does. They're a Mathurin, an elite wing away from having a really good team. Um, and that kid in the games that we played, not so much tonight, but in the previous matchups, has shown the potential that even maybe even star level potential. So, yeah, I would much, I think, rather have the Indiana roster. Uh, but I don't know what this front office might be able to cook in the offseason. My faith in them isn't high right now. Um, but the players on this roster do have value. They should have cashed in on it sooner. But there is still value to come back, and I am curious to see what that may look like if they finally decide and realize that it's inevitable. I'm definitely I, I'm, I'm definitely going to ride this out. I want to see what they do, too, with what remaining value we do have. You know, it's not – there's value there, but it's going to be diminished at the time we're getting rid of it. That that's a big issue, and that's just something I that annoys the shit out of me. But it is what it is. What I hope to see tomorrow, because there's not much left to talk about. The Bulls fucking won the first quarter. They lost every other quarter by a ton when they lost this game. They just didn't have the heart to keep up they with them. They didn't have the talent. They didn't points in the second quarter. Uh yeah, it was nine. It was twenty. Well, yeah, it was twenty-seven and nineteen in the second quarter. So the Bulls come out and they score thirty-nine. In the first, in Indiana has 15. Then after that, 27 to 19 in favor of Indiana, 40 to 28 in favor of Indiana, 35 to 27 in favor of Indiana. Uh, the Bulls had 38 rebounds. Indiana had 41. They had uh, Bulls had 23 team assists. Indiana had 27. Bulls turned the ball over 13 times. Indiana turned it over 17 times. I mean, the Bulls defense does those things that raise their rankings, right? You know, like the steals and all that kind of shit, jump passing lanes. You know, uh, usually they hold teams to pretty shitty three-point shooting percentage. I mean, they did it. I mean, 41% tonight is pretty decent. So I can't say they did it tonight, but they usually do it. But what I want to see tomorrow, Goose, is it's a back-to-back. Tonight was the first of a back-to-back. And they shot their wad, let's be honest. They busted their ass to try to win this game. I don't know what they're going to – how they're going to be able to even – Well, well Giannis is listed as probable, so that might be the, the only – Saving grace. Yeah, he might sit. To play the MVP kid. But I would love to sit Zach. I'd love to sit Vooch, to be honest with you. And if you were going to bring up, what, throw it, let Carly Jones get some time. Let Dalen get some time tomorrow. Let let Marco get some time. Let Tony Bradley, the three-point practice is, champion. I, I, I'm sorry. There's no way this front office lets that happen at this point. They're still waiting that this team well, is going to around and go on a win streak. They're not going to give them an early vacation. Where are they even at right now? doesn't I mean, matter that Zach paid, played 43 minutes. Yeah, I was going to say, 43 fucking minutes for Zach, 41, 42 for Io. So, they're, yeah, they are comfortably sitting a game back in 11th now in the Eastern Conference. They are in 11th. They're out of the plan. They're gone. So, um, so wow. Arturis, what's going on with that buyout market? <laughs> We're waiting for Russell Westbrook to get bought out, and uh, I will evaluate him and see if I want to bring him back in the 2023-24 NBA season. How, how are you going to pay a previous MVP that's coming off a $47 million contract? He will get the veteran's minimum, and I will release Tony Bradley because he sucks. <laughs> okay. There you go. <laughs> so, I, you know, I mean, 
I'd like to see some youth movement tomorrow night just to give me something that I personally enjoy because uh, I don't want to see this uh, anymore. I, I'm, I'm pretty much fucking – I need to be done after tomorrow for at least the week. While we're gone – or while the Bulls are gone, though, I, I would like to try to line up some shows. And even if some of you guys that are in the comment section want to hop on just for a fun show, like where you join Goose and I, like let's do that. Let's have fun and like come up with stupid ideas and just bullshit on alive for a little bit. I, I'd like to do that during little break. Um, just to have fun, even do something like all-star weekend, because I, I still love all-star weekend. Um, and I really, you know what I really want? Like the dunk contest, marketing in the dunk contest, the dunk contest has gotten stale. Right. And we've known that for a long competitors this year. Yeah. Four. Mac McClung is one of them. Um, Bulls legend. I'd like to see that replaced. Replaced. Yes. I'd like to see a one-on-one tournament. Well, I don't, I don't know that you have to replace it. I'd you like probably see, don't. I'd like to see what you just suggested more than I'd like to see the. You might be. You can add it. I guess. Too. I, I. But I'd like to see that added and just have the dunk contest fixed. Um, How do you fix that? I mean, maybe this shit with Mac McClung. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, bringing in people that are unconventional, not NBA players. I mean, he's a G League player, but so, but that's that's not. What I want to see either. Like I want to, I see, want to see Mac McClung fucking. He that dude's got bunnies. The Bulls should still have him. They fucked up. Well, he just got a full two way from somebody leading up to this weekend. He's in Delaware. That's that's the team. So who's Delaware's G League team? Where the fuck is Delaware? Is that Boston? Is it the Maine Lobsters? Is Delaware? I think Delaware is a state. <laughs> <laughs> I've had enough. I know it's a state. I know it's. I a know state. it's a state too. <laughs> All right. Okay. What he was on? Oh, Chai Sports fan said he was on the Sixers as of two days ago. Okay. Well, that's cool. That's cool. Sometimes I sound so fucking stupid on here. When my wife saw the stork comment, she just looked at me. She was really. She's like, "You've looked at one at the zoo and said the exact same thing." I didn't know they were real. I was like, "Well, obviously it wasn't memorable." You know, like I fucking forgot. The bird's not majestic enough yeah, to not, lure. Yeah, like, <laughs> fuck that bird, dude. A, you know, like, I don't want to drink the pickle juice. Like, I've had enough. And I thought it was a, a seagull, and those things are fat as shit. I didn't realize that. I didn't know. I See, look look what they've done. Look what the Bulls have done. They've ruined, they've ruined our banter because we don't want to talk basketball because it's sad because they make us sad. It's it's unreal. I well, mean, they, the dunk contest makes me sad too, and I don't think Mac McClung's gonna fix it. No, I don't think so. But like, maybe the one on one tourney will. They they had that slam dunk show where I saw dunks that NBA players couldn't do, and maybe that's what ruined the dunk contest was YouTube and people discovering that people that don't get paid forty million dollars a year can, can do, do it. crazier fucking dunks than these guys can do because they dedicate their lives. Dunking. dunking the basketball, right, and not, right? Like winning basketball games, and, and maybe that's what ruined the dunk contest, and that's why the three point contest is now the you Premier know event, uh, event because yeah, I mean that's just who makes the most shots. That's that's different. You know what'd be cool, man? Getting rid of the dunk contest, doing the one on one thing, and then if you like want a dunking type thing, having like. A four-on-four between, like, the baddest motherfuckers in the league and slam ball with the trampolines and shit. See, but I think that would probably be... They wouldn't do it because it would hurt them. I'm just saying it'd be cool. Could you imagine Jay Crowder, like, going up to block somebody and fucking hit him with a bow? 
No, yeah, he wouldn't be blocking. He'd just be tackling people. Yeah, be awesome. They could just bring slam ball back in general. I, I think they did. Yeah, well, if they did, I'd want to try out. Because you know what, dude? They brought back uh, people and in slam balls and hoops. I'm fucking typing that in right now. Is that on? And there's a there's a 2023 season. There is a 2023 season. Where so do I get to watch that? You know what, dude? I'm gonna fucking do some research for be, you, and be, I'll let be, you know. Because worst case, if the bull season keeps going like this, we can do a slam ball podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we'll get a whole negative three listeners on that. <laughs> I can't even get any viewers. I don't know if we get any listeners, but you know, you know what is also <laughs> hilarious? They brought back robot that robot fighting shit too. Oh. Yeah, like BattleBots or something. BattleBots is back? Yeah, I got a little buzzed up the other day, and I was watching BattleBots. I was like, holy shit. Like, I wish I could build a robot like that. That'd be fucking Coming sweet. soon. <laughs> BattleBots. <laughs> Ball podcast. BattleBots on tap. <laughs> Are you going to listen to that? Uh, would you rather we'll take a poll? Would you rather listen to Battle Bots on tap or Slam Ball on tap instead of Bulls on tap? Because the Bulls suck. So fuck it. You got anything else, dude? No, no, this is this has already gone too far off the rails. Good luck, Mac McClung in the slam dunk contest. We'll be back tomorrow. Will we? <laughs> it's like that day before you go on vacation, and it's just like, you know what? I'm fucking calling off. I'm not doing it. Nope. I'm not showing up. Mm-mm. Can't handle it. One, two, three, Cancun a day early. Let's go. Balling. Fucking balling. Everybody, be sure to go on tapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap and on Tap Sportsnet. Following Goose at Goose on Tap and me at Buzz on Tap. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us, five star rating and review because it's cool and tough. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel on Tap Sportsnet YouTube. We might be back tomorrow night. It just depends if the Bulls get their ass whipped or not. If you are interested in joining us on a podcast during the break, just shoot me or Goose a DM, and and we could probably set something up where we just talk, shop, bring on a rotating table of people and have some fun with it. But until then, you know, uh, let's try to see Carly Jones. That too. (laughs) 